what's good people uh it's your boy sauce in the building uh it's another episode uh is it 52 or 53 anyway it's another episode of the good bad gang podcast we're here in the building uh this is just me today hopefully we get ld back uh, next week you know she's doing her thing you know doing tours and all that good stuff uh so this week what i've been up to uh silent disco i'm sound active the, we had the you know good backgrounds on the official sponsor we had the party on friday and it was cool it's pretty lit you know went out there it was at true Lux 16. it's really nice um really nice bar actually um all glass around it so you can watch people from the outside um dancing and the music and everything obviously it was a trip where you actually don't hear any music but people are singing along when it gets lit and everything so and that was good times then on Saturday, you know, one of LD's uh, classmates was uh, uh, getting married, so that was also lit. Uh, I guess for her it was like a um, class reunion, right? Everybody from her set or whatever it is. But me, uh, always love a wedding, and actually, what is there not to love? You know, especially when there's free food, free booze, good music. Uh, there's nothing not to love there, so that was also lit. So it was a good time this weekend, I'll say. Uh, there were a couple of brunches that I was hoping to go for, but yeah, it didn't work out well. And I guess that's my money in my own pocket, so I'm not even gonna hit on that. So let me see what I want to talk about today. Uh, yeah, let me start with Davido. I know there's been a big hoopla, I guess this week or so, the last week, um, from Davido being in NYC camp. And uh, you know, it's a big deal, like they showed people all over the camp, you know rushing to his car i think it was like a beamer no it was not beamer mercedes you know and they were rushing and it was a whole big um big deal and i guess it i guess it went both ways but i'll say probably more people were in favor of it and kind of gave him props for going to nyc camp if ld was here they'll say it's not a big deal people like to see did the nyc whatever but to me i guess it's a big deal because i'm kind of seeing the davido rebrand You've been watching him closely this like past year or two two years. He's really been rebranding himself. I remember when Davido was having uh, you know, baby mama problems, you know, rumors she's crazy with the kids and all that stuff. When, you know, girls were taking pictures of him in bed sleeping after he you know, knocked them down or whatever he was to knock it off or and you know, and obviously they were not looking like the very best of, you know sorry to say you know the best cream of the crop right what people expecting him to get so you know from all that kind of stuff to now you know start slowly with the whole assurance thing right with the what's his what's the name of his girl is this chef obi or i can't remember her name but you know start with that stuff with the assurance you know people are now like you know it's not just like you know goals in terms of couple and it's like you know people are not using the tempo oh, i need you to give me assurance like david do right and so this is from being the wild boy is now the assurance guy you know yeah so i remember the other tweet i saw a tweet on twitter with his daughter and saying you know this is the people i'm working for you know and people are like, oh, you know so it's really you know rebranding himself really good and now with this um with this going to nyc and you know people are hailing him you know and obviously this is the best promo that nyc can get to be honest because you know to me the nyc is just a failed scheme uh, this time it's just probably too big too many people have their hands in their pockets in this scheme that he can never go away too many people are eating off of it because to me i'm not sure it's it serves that um, big of a deal a big of a 
of a purpose anymore. And honestly, I guess to the people who think this shouldn't be a big deal or make a whole big hoopla out of it is that, you know, I guess like places like South Korea and Israel, where you actually have to serve a year in the military, right? And it doesn't matter how big a celebrity you are, right? I even know there's this um, footballer, I don't remember his name, who's currently playing in the tournament where he has to win because for you to get exception from that one year or the two years compulsory service you have to prove that you are exceptional athletes and that happens by either winning a olympic medal or a world cup or something like that so he's trying to win a medal for for his country south america to get him not to do those two years in the army and um actually play for is it manchester united so um, yeah something like that um i guess you can go that later and I know other like golfers, like and maybe is it Kim, some yeah, some golfer Kim actually had to like take two, two years absence from the PGA to actually go do that service. So, and you know, so some people it's really compulsory and it's really part of service, and it's not like a whole big deal made out of it. And, f- and something for sure, for sure, we know Davido is definitely not sleeping in camp, and which even to be fair on him is just not practical based on the kind of hysteria that's happening in camp, right? Even during um, his being there, the soldiers have to kind of, you know, protect him from the mob. So in that case, it's even a danger to him to be in camp. So I'm not even going to sweat it, even though I think right now he has left for for tour somewhere. But anyway, like I said, it's kind of nice to see the Davido rebrand. And he's like, you know, kind of quickly in a short span, totally turned his image from like you know playboy philandra to you know assurance guy responsible guy nyc type guy so it's kind of a kind of big deal you know so you know people are really feeling 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 the guy and i can't blame him so it's a a good good twist yeah so assurance right yeah <laughs> yeah so, so yeah that's a small step snippet i guess i almost got in trouble last time but i'm sound glad they actually took down our post playing this music on on the pod but anyway yeah so big deal for um so good luck to david doing the serving your country how however scamming the way you're scamming it through but at least you put on that uniform and i guess if you inspire one person to go do what you're supposed to do that's good enough and actually when i think of it another person that's actually resurfaced out of nowhere is um duncan almighty and you know like, like essentially this guy has disappeared before this um when what was that his last hit again obian julu yeah i think that was the last time that like so i remember working i really i really, really like that song to me that was the jam that was like in 20 yeah so remember who remembers this to me this was a this was a hit for me Anyway, that's like his last hit. I can't remember. Yeah, as I said, 20, 2010, 2011. And since then, we haven't heard from Duncan um, Almighty. Then all of a sudden, do this like back, right? All of a sudden, like for, it's from nowhere. And he hit us with like um 
So he hit us with this new hit now. With Whiskey. So, I'm not sure where everybody found him from, but I'm kind of glad that he's back. I wanna be like this. If love can be like this. I wanna do like this. If love can be like this. Anyway, yeah, so all of a sudden he's back then. The next one is now um, the one with Tiwa Savage. And they are all hits, man, all hits. Anyway, I'm just glad um, Duncan Almighty is back and hopefully he keeps on pumping more hits. Uh, so that's, that's, that's cool. Anyway, I guess this is like more music. Um, Arita Franklin had a memorial service. It was eight hours long. To be honest, I didn't watch a minute of it. But obviously, what caught me was the Ari and the Grande grouping by the pastor at the ceremony, which was just crazy. Like right live TV out of you know, at somebody's um, eulogy uh, there, just like you know, chowing down on somebody's titties, like uh, giving her a mammogram or something. And it was, it was really crazy and kind of a lot of people actually were not relating it to, you know, how, you know, older folks, you know, I, you know, grew up in them when they were, uh, you know, when they go to church and all this kind of stuff and have creepy uncles and stuff like that. Actually, this would be a nice one to have talked to LD about to see if she has any kind of experiences. But what strikes me, at least what I remember from this, was when I was in college. You know, in my, in, in my college, there were not not enough Nigerians for us to have like a Nigerian Students Association. I know a lot of colleges where they love Nigerians. They actually have Nigerian Student Associations that way where, you know, but mine, since we're not that many, we actually had like an African Student Association. So it was because, you know, those Africans coming together, that kind of a thing. And there was this guy, I can't remember where exactly was from, maybe at Kechi, you probably remember. Um, I can't remember if it was from Congo or whatever and he used to like hug girls like oh like he wanted them to enter his body and even me just looking I'm like this dude is really creepy and obviously he has some comments from girls like they didn't want to hug the guy and when I think about it now with me too movement somebody should actually should have checked him he was I was he wasn't really like my boy or anything like that actually he was a little bit um senior maybe like maybe it was like in um in the third or fourth semester so was it a sophomore or a junior? Something like that. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I just remember. That, I don't know why that just came back to me. I'm like, yeah, that was some creepy type shit that the guy was doing then. And, you know, I guess, like I said, it wasn't wearing the mood to movement. But even then, we knew, at least I knew, and even the girls were uncomfortable. Something felt wrong and people avoided giving me a hug or whatever it is. And probably somebody should have checked him then. But, you know, it's one of those things. And even now, here in our own uh, back of the woods, we have, you know, um, I know if people know Ike. He's the DSTV, DSTV guy. I guess he hosts shows and stuff like that. I think he was um, Big Brother Africa host. And this weekend, they had the um, African Magic 
um, choice viewers choice awards yeah african magic viewers choice awards then let me pull out this tweet yeah so i think it was after first performance um ik the host um, he said in my in my next life i want to be an to be a music artist so i can have irresponsible girls dancing around me and you know that's just like real stupid for somebody in entertainment industry to say right so it's like you know for people who are professional dancers they're dancing at an award show and you're labeling them as irresponsible you as an entertainer you should know better than anybody else that this is what these people do for a living and you can't slander them that way you know uh, and it's just just making a mockery of what they do as professional dancers as models as women and what was even worse was his apology uh let me find it here here what he said he said hi twips i think i need to apologize for the joke about the dancers that i want i i want in my life i was just saying i want bad girls who doesn't um, smiley emoji sorry to the people it offended please don't get in your feelings about it let's not kill ourselves over my adjectives that is so freaking tone deaf let's not kill ourselves over my adjectives it just means this dude doesn't really get it you know if it was anywhere else the guy should have been just would have given him the sack letter and you know and you'd be out with the rest of it he said don't kill me over my adjectives you don't get it it's not just an adjective like you just spray out around you especially denigrated people's profession and living their professional example because a girl dances you know and not this is not like a stripper or whatever it's a professional dancer that's not that what show you call her irresponsible there was a time where people thought your job is responsible as a tenor, somebody in tv like you know in in african circles um, nigerian parents thought that job was responsible irresponsible and you because they're dancing you living them as responsible and you're in the entertainment industry and even now you're not giving this fake ass apology saying uh, let's not kill ourselves over my adjectives it just pures it doesn't you don't you don't get it and what a tasteful tasteful joke you're not tasteless joke i mean you know you're not a comedian so if you're not a comedian stay off telling jokes and you know just host your show like a regular um mc would rather than telling offensive jokes that don't have bearings anyway anyway left or uh, left left or right so well, i guess it's just people don't get it and it's kind of odd for somebody in the entertainment industry to be taking that tone and you know not thinking about you know his words properly so that was so that was disappointing not if i really watched him or uh, cared for him much anyway so but it just it kind of just it kind of sucks when you see people who are in that space and they just and they just don't they just don't get it they just don't um, just don't get it so when the amber months right so obviously we know in Niger in nigeria we call the amber months in all the you know september november um october you know december and you know the amber months are officially here and you know we always see a peak in crime accidents all that kind of stuff so and i kind of saw i saw this one which i thought was interesting and i know it's probably been happening and many people have, have, have been hearing of it but just in case you know people um, haven't is this um fake um alert scam where um you know somebody comes to your store or you know you have a service and they come buy something from you and they say oh they're gonna transfer the money to you then all of a sudden you get 
um, an alert, a text showing that oh, the person has transferred the money. Then the person goes and you know you go check the money never came. You find that there was a fake um, alert. Everything looked real, but it wasn't from your bank, right? And what these guys do, they come and a couple of ones I've seen, right? They make a crazy purchase. They maybe they buy something worth a million, two million from you and you know those people like oh they're so excited about the about the sale that they don't carefully make sure or call their bank account whatever it is manager to make sure that that money is in there before you know boom you know the guy gets away with it or they come during closing those closing hours where they come in rushing oh you guys are about to close but i need to make this purchase and they carry a couple of things and because they are closing and trying to wrap up business for the day you don't take a good look at things and boom that's how they defraud you and uh, i don't want to go to too much into the mechanics of how they do it because sometimes you explain the crime help people go commit that same crime but there's a way they have it the software that they have where they have all different patterns alerts from all these different banks and you know i know people say how did they know your last account bank account um, balance whatever it is they have a way they do it where it looks really convincing and they send it to you and they trick you right so it just to be out there you know always if you have an account officer confirm from that person before you, you know, release your goods or services to them you know you go check your bank accounts with your internet you know banking you know go log into your stuff don't just see a text message and think it's all good because that's uh, one of the new scams that is that's on the horizon a lot of people have fallen victim to that of recent so as i said as you get into the amber months these things are going to be coming more and more and more uh, or, or maybe we just hear about it more because it's ember month we expect it to happen but generally it gets to december people you know need money for the festive seasons there's always a lot of responsibility that come with the festive season so you know so as i said ember months are here keep your eyes open and um yeah especially if you're in nigeria lagos and you know take heed and be careful for whatever new scams might be coming uh your way uh let me hit up let me hit them go to the driver of the week keep it keep it short this week so uh let's see what we have here uh for people listening for the first time uh Jero is our internet uh <laughs> instagram psychology or psychiatrist not psychiatrist psychologist right and people send them all their different issues and problems and I guess he contacts them and he leaves it on the on his insta page for people to comment on so this one goes um is he a ritualist or is it a fetish uncle jay hello to your nation member so i met this guy in the club some weeks back we connected well we had sex the same night next day he's already saying he wants to wed me and all he has given me 250k already and a brand new samsung my issue is this anytime he comes he will use money to clean his spam i asked him why he's why he said he has suffered in life so he's insulting poverty i thought it was cute till i told my friends and they put seeds of doubt in my mind and all they said that he's jazz and i must run away i don't know if they are jealous of me because i'm making it and he's spending on me what do you think i do pray before i go and see him and pray after sex too is it jazz uncle jay please your nation don't insult me i a lot of you have done worst advise me as your sister 
Oh my goodness. So it's interesting. So because of because of where we live, right, Africa, Nigeria, you know, odd behavior is always seen as uh, ritualistic, right? Like she correctly said, maybe it could be a fetish, you know, if you watch TLC, they have shows where people get excited by balloons, you know, people are marrying um, in, in, in inanimate objects and stuff like that, you know, there are all sorts of weird fetishes people have and, you know, they are seen it, they're seen that way and if you go online these days, you can actually find that you're not even alone. There's a whole community of people that are into as weird stuff as some people are into, you know, what's the ones that people are into? You have, they're wearing them clown, um, um, furry, furries, right? Where they wear like animal um, suits, mascot type suits and have sex in them, right? So in a place like that, you know, people just chuck it as fetish and call it a day. Obviously, with Nigeria, everything turns into, you know, uh, ritualistic, um, devilish type stuff, uh, kind of thing. And to be honest, it could go both ways, girl, you know. Um, it, you know, What makes it odd and, you know, this, obviously, yeah, what you're interested about is the money. You know, it's all that is going to marry you. You're just interested about the money and you're scared about losing the money, right? Because your, your friends telling you that it's a ritualist thing, all you're thinking about is... Uh, Oh, that they're jealous of you because of how you're spending on you or you're making it. And by the way, you, a guy giving you money is not you making it. You're going to get your money is you making it. So that's there. And, you know, the hypocrisy part of it, you know, say so you pray before you go have meeting and you pray after the sex. Obviously, uh, I don't know. A lot of people are hypocrites. So I guess we're all hypocrites in a way. You know, you go fornicate, then you pray. If you haven't prayed before, you go do the fornication and you're hoping it all work out, you know. Ah, who knows? But funny enough, I guess a lot of people kind of criticized her on that angle. And she actually sent a second mail. Let me read that. It said, Uncle, Uncle Jay, I'm here again. Thanks for your advice. I was in lecture. I'm just reading the comments on your page now. A thousand comments judging me as if they are God and all. Keep your advice, lonely and horny girls on your page, commenting so guys will send their message. Yes, I am making it in life. I'm 21 and have a bright future ahead of me. I have million in my account, taking care of my family. I have things you will dream. God will punish all of you for judging me that I'm having sex and praying after. Did God call you that is upset on me? Please fuck off. Randy old girls, all of them 30s and single. The married ones, if you talk too much, I'll follow and fuck your husband in a week. Nothing will happen. Everybody now sent on Juro. Everybody now sent. My life is better than yours. A lot of you will still sleep with married men and pray after who is worse than me and you. Be careful. Don't upset me at all. Well, there you go. So, uh, I guess... All the prayers with the curse words and calling people Randy stuff and threatening to um, sleep with um, people's husbands. I guess that's the way. <laughs> that's the way it goes for you. So I don't know. Um, keep on praying, you know. And I guess the guy can keep on um, wiping himself off with money when he's done with you. And you know, maybe write a third, uh, letter to Jor and let us know how how that went. And actually, when I think about it, this hypocrisy thing is um, coming. So this week also, if I, I think it just, just just triggered me. They arrested uh, allegedly 50 men 
or yeah, 50 men or, or teenagers or uh, young people are um, for homosexual acts or homosexual initiation and and you know obviously they arrested them and we all know the law in nigeria you know they're going to take them to jail and it's just that same kind of hypocrisy where you know and obviously they're doing this because they say it's a sin and all that kind of stuff and you know people are lying out here people are fornicating out here people are committing adultery out here and and yeah this is the cross where you know but this is the this is where people want to you know to take a stance this is this is where it's all important it's all important to them right so where is it the police rounded up over 50 young men at an event accused them of being gays and performing an initiation they arrested them and brought them in in the press to question them and in the nigerian press over the press that was there just crazy people asking them a sort of stupid questions are you gay or all that kind of stuff like the hypocrisy of this stuff so this is not about whether i'm not even going to the angle of whether it is right or wrong or whatever it is but i'm saying you, you can't legislate morality per se like i said if you're giving people 14 years because you say homosexuality is sin then give people 14 years that are caught um fornicating give people that 14 years that are caught committing adultery right that are lying or whatever you know all those people that are marrying underage girls and stuff those people should get the same jail sentence if people want to go that level if you want to go with those morality crap that doing not uh, doing right i was even reading this tweet which was interesting where um this lady was describing how a married man came to the toaster and to ward him off she said she was a lesbian and that's how the guy said you're a lesbian let's talk about this so this is something serious i need to talk about your pastor what is going on and she said, you that you want to commit adultery, you are, you know, come to talk to me about me being a lesbian. And he was like, ah, your own is different, your own is normal. So you can see that kind of crap morality where he, say he feels his own is normal and the lesbianism is out of the norm. I don't know anywhere in the Bible, somebody correct me, where there's a different part of hellfire for the fornicator, quote unquote, for the homosexual, whether they're in the, or the adulterer, or whether it's not the same yeah lake of fire if you subscribe to that theology so it's uh it's a whole mess out there and you know the hypocrisy flying up and down and you know just arresting people you know i don't know whether they're gay or not that's not my own contention it's just the pure injustice the pure hypocrisy that comes along with it so anyway I think I've come to the end of this episode of the Good Bad Gang. Um, follow us on um, all our social media platforms. There's Good Bad Gang on Twitter. There's Good Bad Gang on Instagram. Facebook. Um, you know, comments. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. If your girl a look good and she never boring, then you know that that really good vibe. And she cook your good food and she always caring, then you know that that really good vibe. Your man did I love you real good in a bed And you know that I really good vibe And if I give you full satisfaction my girl Then you know that